0: What's up, Hot Ones fans? This is Sean Evans, and welcome back to another edition of our Classic Interview Series, where we crack the vaults of Hot Ones history open and bring you some of our best hot sauce-fueled interviews in their full, uncut glory. Before we get into today's episode, let me say this. I understand the bloodlust that Hot Ones fans have when a celebrity sits down in our blacked out studio for a date with the wings of death. They want to see them stripped of their stardust and reduced to stuttering maniacs with sweat pouring out of their brow and flames coming out of their ears. I get it. That's part of the fun for me as well. But if anyone proves that Hot Ones really is about the interview, it's Ricky Gervais. Even though he conceded defeat before making it to the final wing, he did so in such a perfectly Ricky Gervais fashion that it wouldn't have it any other way. Whether he's deconstructing religious zealotry or explaining every detail of his mental and physical battle against flaming hot vegan wings, Ricky Gervais is sharp, honest and hilarious. We shot this episode in London as part of an intense four-day stretch that included classic Hot Ones shoots with Charlie Sloth and Russell Brand. Chris Schoenberger and I were basically up for a week straight, pulling all-nighters in hotel lobbies and just hoping for the best. God damn that was fun. I miss those days. Anyway, here's comedian Ricky Gervais on Hot Ones, raw and uncut. Hey, what's going on, everybody? For First We Feast, I'm Sean Evans. It's the show with hot questions and even hotter wings. And today I'm joined by Ricky Gervais. He has a few Emmys on the shelf, a world tour coming soon, and you can catch him in his new film, David Brent, Life on the Road, February 10th on Netflix. Ricky, welcome to the show.
1: It's great to be here. How are you with hot food? I, I, listen, I, I, I don't know, but this is... I don't know why I'm doing this, if I'm being totally honest. You but know, so, you're not, you're doesn't, not doesn't, Don't anyone just have a, have an interview anymore? I mean, we're in a... The the most fascinating time of political and social turmoil for 40 years. Why do people want to see two idiots eat hot food? Go out and march and watch Life on the Road on Netflix. (laughs) <laughs> what? So so I just... You, you interview me and I just eat.
0: You know, and, and but here, I would say this. It works both ways, Ricky. I don't really know how I ended up in this lane. It's just the cross that I bear. It's just the thing that we did as a I it wouldn't goes, even enjoy and this. And then it caught fire. And right. now this is what I have to do week over week. Like, I'm feeling the same pain. I'm sharing the same pain that you are, Ricky. But I
1: wouldn't eat with you if it wasn't ridiculously hot. Why? I don't even know you. Why am I having a meal with a guy and people are filming it? It's the, just... It's like a weird dating show. I, I don't know, I mean, you're dressed like you're ready for a drive-by, and, and, and now we've got to go through, this is like across cross between Charlie Rose and fucking Jackass. I don't know, this scares me. This is what you see when you, am I having a barium meal? This looks like, this looks medical.
0: It does, and listen, those are all fair criticisms, I would say, but Ricky? In fairness, we did extend a little bit for you this time. We're going vegan wings yeah. for Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Only the best. I'm going vegan right Thank along you. with you. Good. From the Temple of Satan. Okay. Are you ready to get it That's started? That's scary. The Temple of Satan?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Japanese. Oh.
0: Satan. Satan. Yeah. Satan. Satan.
1: Okay. So right. the first one so this one, This is the baby one, is it? This mm-hmm. is just an easy, I think I can do this. This is a layup. OK, I'm just going to take a bite. That's the, that's the, OK, it's loaded down. Take a bite of the thing. Chill, right? That's lovely. Nice, right? That's
0: pleasant. So I want to start by talking about (laughs) David Brent, the character. Because The Office is so perfect and so untouchable that some fans might bristle at the thought of a spinoff. But I think that one could make the case that David Brent's character is more relevant than ever. It's sort of a proxy for the person who chases fame at any cost. and has no self-awareness whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I started writing it before the events of this year unfolded. But it is sort of about that, you know. Um, everything's changed, you know, I, I worked in an office for 10 years and I wrote about it. it. also came from me watching a lot of those quaint docu-soaps of the 90s, The Office, where an ordinary guy got his 15 minutes of fame and that was it. But now fame is a different beast. Now people live their life like an open wound to be famous. They do anything to be on telly. Uh, you know what I mean? And they do bad things and they're rewarded for it. And they get on reality shows by promising they behave badly, you know? It's odd, it's out of control. And, you know, since The Office, we have had things like The Apprentice, where people get on it by saying, I would destroy anyone that moves. And we see that the, the world has sort of changed behind David Brent's back. 15 years ago, he was a bit of a prat and he was showing off and he was a narcissist, but he's an old-fashioned narcissist. He's nothing like today's narcissist, you know what I mean? It's like right. Terminator 1 meeting Terminator 2. And we've got the host of The Apprentice in the White House who says things like, I'd like to punch him in the face and admits that he abuses women. And Brent can't compete in this new world. No, he really can't. Or he has to
0: really step his game up. And, you know, the idea of that, a reality TV star becoming president, was shocking, I think, to a lot of people, even in the United States. It was very surprising. But you weren't surprised, were you?
1: Well, I, I wasn't surprised I'd lived through Brexit. So that was sort of an inoculation. Do you know what I mean? And and the world had been going that way. This rise of these, these sort of angry so-called disenfranchised people who wanted to make their mark and get the elitists out, so they voted in a billionaire.
0: Right, right. And then if you wanted to, David Brent could have art that imitates life. He could run for MP of Slough or something. You could keep it going.
1: Well, Trump has got more in common with David Brent than he has JFK. You know, he is a reality show. He does want to be famous. He wants to be loved, and, and we all do. And I suppose the big difference is the power that Trump has that David Brent doesn't have. I mean, that's the big difference. But with David Brent, I think we're still sort of laughing at him in a way we're laughing at the blind spot we're laughing at the difference between how he sees himself and how we see him but we're also on his side a little bit now because how the world has changed right he's not such a bad person relative to these other guys who are nasty bullies alpha males and he is seeking something he has been sold this lie about what fame can sort your life out and he he doesn't need it he, he needs something else really he needs a hug and there's a whole generation of watching tv now that 15 Years old that have only seen those sort of shows where ordinary people do terrible things and get rewarded for it, and they think, well, why would I? Why would I train to be a doctor when I can just get my kit off, exactly. or do something? You know what I mean? Just do, so that's what the theme of it is still, I think, fame, desperation, uh, and all that.
0: Becoming more and more relevant year after year. Are you ready to move on? So this one's Tabasco. I was trying to keep
1: you talking for the whole hour, so I didn't have to eat this Tabasco. I can do Tabasco. So I'm gonna take a bit that's loaded up. I'm not cheating here, I'm going for it until I can't, okay? You can do it, Ricky, you can do it. That's really nice, by the way. It is, it's like a a a
0: great vegan wing.
1: You don't need to to eat chickens. You don't need to eat little chickens. Honestly, they're kept in cages, they're tortured, it's horrible, have a lovely bit of vegan. It's just, it's lovely, it's great, guilt-free. Okay, that was a bit warmer than I thought. I'm only on two, two, bites. two. Yeah, I'm Face only yourself, on. Two. I had Ricky. two bites. It was stupid because I enjoyed. I was enjoying you're the vegan hungry. chicken wing. Yeah.
0: So speaking of life on the road, you're preparing. This is terrible. Old, that's old, old that's old already hot. Uh-oh. I took too much. No, I took Uh-oh. too much. What that's not you on? though, Ricky.
1: Mm. So, go on.
0: Which means that you'll spend a good chunk of 2017 in hotel rooms. And one of my favorite things about you is your ability to complain and bellyache on just about anything. Where do five-star hotels fall short? What do five-star hotels get wrong?
1: They're too far from the venue sometimes. Sometimes I have to travel up to 35 minutes um, to get to the five-star hotel. So uh, I've, often, I've changed the town before if the five-star hotel was too far away. <laughs> <What about laughs> Not that I'm a control freak. But I've gone, where's the nearest five-star hotel? They go, 45 minutes. They go, play a different town. (laughs) Really? Let's play a different town. Has that ever really
0: happened? Yeah,
1: it's happened this time. I I'm not going there. It's miles away from anywhere. The hotel's too far away. I'm not going to say what town it was. Yeah, because they'll... Because they'll go, they'll probably go, Ricky, we'll build a five-star hotel next to the venue for you. And I wouldn't want them to go to all that trouble. What are your thoughts
0: on the continental breakfast? Is it a healthy alternative or is it a total scam? The continental breakfast.
1: I've just started on protein porridge.
0: Just coming across as such a prat,
1: aren't I? Oh dear! Oh god! Oh god! Man of the people! (laughs) Man of the people! It's great. Um, What do I? I either have a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of fruit and fibre, or yeah, there's a a protein porridge. Protein porridge. Yeah. Well, that's it's it's porridge basically with some protein powder in it, so it, it sort of fills you up and it's more you know, I suppose wholesome than just... <laughs> you're not doing it. this is the worst one you've ever done, isn't it? What, you? <laughs> no,
0: no way. Are you kidding, Ricky? Okay. You're a get. Okay, good. All
1: right, you uh, ready to move on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, <you can> <laughs> God, that one was... Oh, God, I am such a fucking wimp. Okay. You're not. Okay, you're right. Not, Ricky, you're, you're oh. strong.
0: Look at you. You look kind of yoked in this v-neck. I think with that protein powder, are you mixing in squats? Are you mixing in the bench? Are you doing some... Shoulder press. Look
1: uh, good, man. I'm, yeah, I'm doing a bit of, yeah, a bit of exercise. I'm trying to not die. I tell you, I tell you, was when I was like, I think it was about when I was 48. Mm-hmm. One Christmas, I ate um, 11 sausages, and I was going to Jane. Oh my God, I'm having a heart attack. I was all sweating. I was <laughs> fat, you know. And so I thought, oh, I've got to do something so I don't die, and I sort of started sort of exercising. Eating a bit healthy. It wasn't just sort of moral reasons. It was no, <laughs> trying not to die you Pure reasons. survival. Yeah, Pure yeah survival. exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, I hope
0: that we don't take you out here. Okay, three, here we go. You've El had Yucateco. yours, haven't you?
1: Okay, what is this?
0: El Yucateco. Chili habanero. Or is it all Yucateco Caribbean habanero? Chili habanero. See?
1: It's not too bad. Not too bad. It's not too bad. Just,
0: don't
1: uh, go for a second bite, though. No, I'm not going to do that. I would Why do I do that? Why do I do that? Um, it's different sort of heat. Do you like it? And the tongue is burning a little bit, That's but it, that one sort of filled my mouth a bit more. And I think I took too much of that. That one, OK, that one's got, it's got to my lips as well. Mm-hmm. It's, moved, it's moved. Now, it didn't touch my lips, so I don't know how it got there. So, via osmosis, this one has gone from my tongue. <laughs> it's gone down my throat to my feet, up and out to my lips, somehow. OK. We still good. have a long way to go. I'm only on three. Oh, it's got my throat as well now. uh Uh-oh. So
0: we have a recurring segment on our show called Explain That Gram. And what we do is we do a deep dive on our guest's Instagram. We pull interesting pictures that we think need more context. But with you, you have sort of a theme. And I need to know everything I can about the bath selfie. Okay. Do you? It looks like somebody else takes the picture sometimes. It's always you.
1: Now, there's one when I got my girlfriend to take the picture. Um, because I wanted to show my ample bosom mm-hmm. and I needed to push them together.
0: That's the one that I was thinking about because how do you get that yeah. perfect cleavage? You know what uh, I mean? Well, it's
1: just easy when you, When these are all natural by the way, I like a bath. When I was growing up, A bath was like once a week. It was like you had to get hot water. We didn't have sort of... It sounds like I was born in the war. Long story short, I was born into a a very working-class council estate. My dad was a labourer. Didn't have a lot of money. A bath was a luxury. and So I have a bath every day instead of a shower. But I also worry about the environment. So I think, oh, if I'm having this bath, I'm going to get the most of it. So I stay in the bath. I'm part aquatic. I stay in the bath for about 25 minutes. And now with the iPhone, I've got a computer up in, in the bath for me. So I do stuff. I started taking pictures and emails. I make phone calls. I make business calls in the bath, which is weird to phone a bank and say, hello, I'm in
0: the bath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need some money. I'm in the bath now. Don't worry about that splashing. It's mine and I'll wash it as fast as I want. <laughs> right? And, but I've discovered something in the bath. Cause as I got richer and my baths got deeper, and my testicles started to distend with age, I discovered that testicles float. So yeah, you're two years old. sitting on the water. How old are you? Old I'm are you? 30
0: years old.
1: No, you got, got 20 a years, years. 20 years, right? Mine used to be really sort of pert. Now they're like two plums in a sock, right? And I was looking down one day and I thought, they're floating. Like two hot air balloons trying to get away in a forest, right? And I thought, that's fascinating. I suppose this my zen moment. It's like a hug and it makes me feel nice and clean, and I make the most of it. Well,
0: using your phone in the bath can be kind of risky. Have you ever had a drop?
1: Uh, early days I've dropped a couple, and they sort of thaw out. And
0: it's amazing the wave that it's created online because now everyone's doing bath selfies. Do you ever see that? You have tons of fans that are doing it as well. You've kind of really influenced a lot of people that way.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, some people sort of freed nations or um, discovered cures for diseases, but hmm. I've helped people take pictures themselves in the bath.
0: Truly I, groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> yeah
1: that's exactly. I'm very proud.
0: All right, you ready to move on? Yeah. So this one is interesting. This one is the Queen Interesting.
1: Majesty. This interesting. one is the Queen I, I instantly vomit and shit myself. And I go, see how interesting that one was? <laughs> <laughs> this one has nitroglycerin in it. It
0: has coffee in it.
1: Okay. What's the sort of relationship with these? Is it sort of logarithmic? Is this... Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's
1: like a lot, many times stronger than that, is it?
0: So early on, we give you some free throws. You know, these are... And now it's getting serious, is it? It ramps up in an exponential way over here. But if you can handle this, you can handle this. Okay, I'm gonna do
1: this, right, Okay. Okay. okay, right.
0: And Ricky, I would say this, you know, a lot of people say that, oh, oh, oh. But people with your disposition perform remarkably well on hot ones. The people who are most nervous, the people who doubt themselves the most, always seem to perform the best.
1: That would be great advice if it wasn't about being able to eat hot things on camera. I can't use that in my life. Do you know what I mean? You don't think? I never thought I could. I never thought I could. It's lovely. How how many times have you done this?
0: You're like number
1: 55. So you do this every time, do you? Every week. No side effects? No?
0: Not that I can tell, but who knows? You know, maybe I'm turning a blind eye to those sorts of symptoms because I think it's going to shut off my gravy train. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, a football player I don't might... understand
1: any of that, so there are side effects. I don't know what he said then. Well, I would say this- I don't this. know what he meant. Well, You know, a,
0: a football player might walk around with a limp. And you said that there's that Johnny Knoxville comparison. Like, yeah. all those jackass guys are on crutches. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just the cross that you bear. No, exactly. Yeah. So, I know that you're a long-time animal advocate, Peter's person of the year, and it's no mistake that we're eating vegan wings today. In fact, you did a whole tour about animals. And one of my favorite bits that you did is when you unpackaged animal fun facts. So what I have are some bizarre, interesting, animal fun facts. Mm. There's a caveat though. Some of them are too crazy to be true. So I'll give you the animal fun fact. Maybe you think it out loud. And then tell me if you think it's true or false.
1: and, And the ones that you think are true, right? that you got, you got that truth off the internet somewhere, didn't you? So I, But I, but then I was digging. I tried to make sure that the were you went, you went to a library. You went to a library and you got a book out. Through, you know
0: what I mean? Like,
1: OK. So okay. That's, that's, all I'm okay. that's all I'm saying. I, I have, take I, I take games relative, very seriously. OK, so come on.
0: I have relative confidence in this. OK, good. Okay? OK? Right. And then some of them I effed up on purpose, so you know. Sure. All right, during mating season, male elephant seals amass a harem of up to 50 females.
1: I don't know why that wouldn't be true, though. I mean, I've got no reason. It's not, it's not illogical or against. I'd say that was probably true. It's true. That so. one is true. One for one, Ricky. How about this one? They're amazing elephant seals, aren't they? They are. Just fucking huge. Huge.
0: And we have a harem of 50 they
1: like females. It's crazy. Ugly dog mermaids.
0: But no problem getting a girlfriend. And you gotta respect no, that. No, exactly. The largest spider in the world, the Goliath bird-eater tarantula of South America, can inches. grow.
1: Oh my God, Ricky. Goliath, yeah.
0: I can't even finish because you already know that it's false. It's about as
1: big as an arachnid can be. Invertebrates like insects and arachnids, they breathe through sort of like spiracles. So luckily, if their volume to surface ratio gets too big, they wouldn't get enough oxygen. So that's pretty much the peak of the size they can be. So it's good. I had a whole five
0: foot Six-inch fangs thing that I was gonna go because I just took the dimensions from that David Arquette movie Eight-Legged Freaks and then just tried to put it into this <laughs> cat. <fact>. I <laughs> love this.
1: But Your research you is already amazing. No, you yeah, already know. It's true. That's amazing. Can yeah. you
0: talk to me about what is a National Geographic guy? You do a lot of reading. How do you?
1: I was always fascinated with animals growing up. Was uh, uh, um, from the age of four or five, I was I was in awe of science and nature. I'd be in the garden, I'd be researching. Um, you know and um, books and and TV um, was the sort of my window to the rest of the world. I've never lost the passion for how amazing reality is. That's why I don't need any anything other than reality because it's just, it's magical enough.
0: Is there an animal in particular that you're especially inspired by, fascinated by?
1: Um, I, I think all animals are unconditionally perfect and beautiful and they're as evolved as us, you know, this, this has been going for three and a half billion years from a single cell to what we've got today. It's just amazing. 99% of all species are extinct, that have ever lived. And there might be 10 million now, if you include insects. There's so many, we don't know how many there are. So uh, think of that.
0: And then you're a cat guy.
1: You know, I'm a dog guy as well, but I can't have a dog because I travel too much. I'm flying tomorrow, which is going to be good. <laughs> And, uh, you know, a cat, you get people into cat sit and give it staff and they go, yeah, whatever. A dog, I can't stand that look when it goes, what have I done? What have I done wrong? I love dogs. They they may be be the greatest thing in the world, a dog. It's amazing. They're amazing. A a happy dog makes me smile. Do you know what I mean? It has to. It always does. It's just nothing. If it doesn't, then you're not human. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna go for it, aren't we, now? So this is what, uh, this- So this one is Hot Ones. You're on the Hot Ones show.
0: You yeah. see what's going on here? Yeah, we have yeah, our yeah, own yeah. hot sauce. I have my yeah. name on the bottle and everything.
1: Yeah, okay. Oh, it's all gone in, it's all seeped in. There's no escape. That feels like actual heat, not chemical heat. Like, like someone's got a, a hot bulb in my mouth. Do you know what I mean? Do you, do you like the feeling, or? It's not bad. It's going to the tongue now. I can feel it behind my eyes now, which is a weird feeling. Oh, the brain's kicking in.
0: So you've been roasting celebrities at the Golden Globes now for years, and it's clear from the camera cutaways that some Hollywood A-listers are better at being goofed on than others. Has it ever boiled over? Have you ever had any awkward faces-to-face at the after party or Um, anything like that?
1: No, I I think they sort of take it well. No one wants to be the butt of the joke, but... I think nothing I said was that bad, you know, it was like 6pm on Network America, how bad could it be? I didn't break any laws, I didn't libel anyone, you know, it was just, it wasn't a room full of wounded soldiers, these are the most privileged, they're they're winning an award, you know, and what do I do? I'm not trying to ruin their day, I don't don't devastate them, and what's my target? Well, the fact that they might have done a film that I didn't like much, or... Their public behaviors they saw me come out and swagger with a beer and play the outsider, which I have to do as a comedian, you know right, and as you said just now, you see people looking around wondering whether they can laugh well i 'm not beholden to anyone in that room, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that 's important more and more now, I think we have to be free and we have to stand and be able to say exactly what we mean and tell the truth and point and say the king is in the altogether. Do you know what I mean? I think right. comedians and journalists now have a responsibility to just tell the truth. And I wasn't even doing that in anything other than a comedic way. There were still jokes, they were, it wasn't rallying. I wasn't going out there and putting out my own political agenda. I was teasing half of them I know, half of them I like and work with. It's controversy for controversy's sake. It's a few people going controversial because it's clickbait. They don't want to say, yeah, it was all right, quite funny, that's no good. They've either got to say, amazing, look, oh look, uh, so-and-so hated it, or disgusting, ban him, because they want people to read the article. It's nothing. From where I stand, it
0: doesn't seem all that different from the jokes that you were telling in 2010. And I wonder, you know, over the last, five or six years, if you've seen uh, a change in sensitivity, whether it's the yes. room, whether it's the media, whether it's the public, it, how has it changed over that time? Well,
1: it's been gradual, and there has been a, I suppose, what's happened this year is a reaction to that stifling free speech and, uh, and an overpowering political correctness. People started thinking that they could say, I'm offended, and we were meant to do something about it. Do you know what I mean? You're offended. So what? You know, just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. You know, I didn't go out there to ruin the day, but some people are offended by equality. Some people are offended by (laughs) women wanting equal rights. So what? Fuck them. You know? It's ludicrous, and we have seen that trend. Um, And it's difficult what's happened recently for a comedian because my shtick in my stand-up show was going out there and saying the wrong thing. You know, I was playing the politically incorrect sort of bore coming down on the wrong side. But now I'm worried that half the audience sort of agree with that on face value. Right. So I don't want that wrong, the wrong laugh. You know, I don't want to, so you, you, it, it, in times of such political sensitivity and turmoil, you've sort of got to pick a side. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's confusing. You don't want to, you don't want to be that guy. You and, it's, to, you it, know.
0: and it seems too for comedians that the pressure has come down disproportionately on comedians who you often give the longest leash to. You know what I mean? Like a comedian well, always has to push the boundaries and always has to kind of find well, of that course. line. But know? what's
1: really weird is that when a comedian says something that's a joke uh, and that people are offended by, a writer on SNL get suspended because right. she made a... A Twitter joke. Uh, yeah, yeah. But when a president says... I grab women by the pussy, and I'd like to punch him in the face. That's fine. Right. <laughs> Nothing happens to him. <laughs> right. Right. So I was thinking that. Well, now I can say anything. You know, now I can go, I can say anything. I go. Well, the, the president says terrible things.
0: You know, but, but all of a sudden uh, Ricky Gervais has a shorter leash, which yeah. is interesting.
1: Well, you know, I, but I, I, I'm not going to abuse it. I'm I'm not. I don't want to. You know, I am a fan of the quality. Um, uh, but often people, in comedy, offence is where people mistake the target of the joke with the subject of a joke, and they're rarely the same. You can joke about race without being racist. You can joke about sex without being sexist. Do you know what I'm saying? It, mm-hmm. It's like, it depends on something. People go, oh, he's done that thing. And people got sick of that and went crazy the other way. People have to think about what's being said. And social media is crazy, it's a... The groupthink mentality. It's shouting people down as opposed to admitting you're wrong or learning something. It's still crazy. It's crazier than ever, you know. It comes down to education, I think. I think it comes down to thinking about stuff and wanting to know the actual truth. The problem started with social media and now this year with political turmoil and all the lies. People started thinking... Not just that their opinion was worth as much as someone else's opinion, which, which it is, but people now think that their opinion is worth as much as facts. Mm-hmm. And that's just not true. It's just not true, and they get offended by that. So they say, well, I believe the Earth is 5,000 years old. And I go, well, you're a fucking idiot, then. I go, it's just my opinion. You can't have an opinion about how old the fucking <laughs> Earth is. Right. You can't have a fucking opinion how old the fucking Earth is. It's 4.6 billion years old. Read another book. Don't just read the one fucking book. Read an, read two fucking books. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you ready to move on? Yes, yeah, making so, me cranky, sorry. This one is
0: blueberry with the ghost peppers. That's why that's why it's a different color. It's not, we're not eating a
1: rancid wing. Okay. What's this one? Oh look, they made it look lovely. Oh, it's a kiddies drink. You want the ghost pepper and blueberry? Yes. <laughs> Look, he doesn't like it. Fuck off. Ricky. What? Swim in the deep end with me. This one, this is weird because it's not that bad, Mm -hmm. but it's only made my eyes water. All
0: right, I don't think I'm mischaracterizing you when I say that you sort of embrace your role as an agitator, but at the same time, you're somebody who does not suffer fools easily, and that can be kind of a volatile combination on the internet. I noticed that sometimes you'll engage the goofballs on Twitter and kind of go to war with them and at the risk of encouraging more of the same behavior, can you tell me the types of comments, the things in your mentions that bother you the most?
1: Uh, I got a tweet once, which is still my favorite tweet of all time. It was, everyone is entitled to believe what they want, so shut up about your atheism. (laughs) So that sort of, but that's funny as well.
0: Does you get kind of a kick out of it, or does it ever Well, nothing sort of...
1: really angers me, except when you're trying to explain something to someone. Like, like I do something like um, ban bullfighting, and someone says, what about the kids of Syria? Well, yeah, but, yes, those two... Yeah, well, it's not... It wasn't a choice. It wasn't, Oh, put that kid down! Put the kid back in the water! We're saving a bull here. You can... You know, you can do... It's like these people that think they've got... They've got an amount you have of to compassion. Solve one exactly, at time. yeah. Do you want to save this ball? I can't. I saved a kid yesterday. <laughs> I've, I used up my caring. It, it's those people that say you, you do a good cause and they think, well, I've got a better cause. But they don't do fuck all for that either. Right. You know, That's what I always be.
0: notice, I'm always like, are you doing anything to solve this issue? No, of course solve not. This no, no, issue, no. They're just, just embarrassed. They're it. just mm-hmm.
1: embarrassed and guilty that they're doing nothing. They don't like other people doing stuff because it makes them look bad. Do you know what I mean?
0: Right, so they kind of hate on you for just doing your thing and going about your life.
1: Well, some people just want to say, I'm here too. Some people are so tired and frustrated that they're being ignored. They just want to get in the way. Like, I tweet something and someone gets involved. I didn't tweet at them. It's like going into a town centre and seeing a, a notice board and it says guitar lessons. And I'm going but I don't want fucking guitar lessons. Well, don't don't worry about it then, do you know what I mean? That totally
0: resonates with me because that's what I find most baffling. Like the things that I don't really want to pay attention to, I don't need to, it's very easy to ignore the world. You can kind of curate everything in your life these days, but there are so many people who dive into things that they don't want to do or they don't want to watch or they don't want to experience and then complain about how they don't want to experience those things. Of course. And sometimes I'm like, you had to search this to find it. You had to click, like, four things yeah. to get here. Yeah. Why, if you're, this is uh, the worst thing you're ever, following are you me out here? Yeah,
1: you're following me to read this, to tell me you don't want to read this. That is I'm literally like going around someone's door and going, just don't want to speak to you. Okay?
0: <laughs> so... You've been such an eloquent defender of atheism, but it's interesting, that particular school of thought, because you're not going to have missionaries that go out and spread the atheism gospel, and nobody's no. going to go on a crusade.
1: Well, there's no such thing. Atheism is, isn't a doctrine or a philosophy or a, a way of life. But it's, atheism is just rejection of their claim that there's a God. There's been 3,000 Different gods. And as an atheist, I just don't believe any of them.
0: Right. But it's clear that you think that the world would be a better place if there were more atheists.
1: Well, it's nothing to do with being an atheist. There shouldn't even be a word for atheism. There's not a word for not believing in fairies. Where are all these people being persecuted? So a secular world, you know, that's what we're talking about, being secular. Because what most atheists want isn't just to get the upper hand philosophically. They want to separate church and state. You should read some of the mad bits in holy books. It's off the chart. The madness would be banned
0: over the years but I don't think championed it, this.
1: but I, I, I think let's if we didn't teach any religion till people were eighteen, including don't even to mention the word atheist, just don't teach anything. What would most people believe? you know right, you've said that before because the mind is impressionable, so yeah. if
0: parents are from birth, you know, everybody is born into the well, it's no, right religion. It's,
1: right? No, it's no coincidence that most people in the world have the religion of their parents and, yeah. and their country. Mm-hmm. That's lucky, isn't it? Well said. Are you ready to move on? <sighs> yeah.
0: All right, so this is the Bomb Beyond Insanity. There is a radioactive bomb on the label, which kind of tells you all you need to know.
1: The thing is with this is, right? Yeah. You said you could buy it out at any time. You can. But, but, but bailing out is not tasting it in the first place. Tasting it, then I can't bail out because it's in my bloodstream, isn't it?
0: I think that you're too deep at this point. You know what I mean, Ricky? You're too deep. You might as well just go all the way through, you know? Like, you've already been there. You're already there. You had a bite of zombie apocalypse. What's the bomb? What's you're Mad like- Dog? What's Blair's mega death sauce with the rage? Who cares?
1: You're like Satan. Fuck me, that's really hot and that's just a tiny little... That's ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, that's, that's ridiculous. I literally touched one bit of it. That's by far the hottest. I don't know what to do. I think I can take this, but from that one tiny little... Why do I want to? I came here today going, this is ridiculous, I'm going to bail out, I'm not going to be entertainment for some fucking idiot on the internet. I'm not going to do this. And then something kicks in <laughs> and did. goes, I reckon I could win this. I, re- I, I reckon I could be declared the greatest ever. I'll do a Trump tweet. And I, I, they said you were the best hot wing eater ever. Thank you so much. They said you're the best.
0: Yeah, and it would, you know, would that make you feel okay. good? Would that make you feel like a hero, Ricky? Oh,
1: God. Okay.
0: <sighs> Respect it. I love it, Ricky.
1: That's really hot. Mm-hmm. The That's really, hot. really, really hot. I wouldn't... Oh, it's the throat. It's the it. I can take it in the mouth. No, I can't. No, I can't.
0: <laughs> Let it fly. Let it fly. So, oh. your love of cheese is well documented. You once told Bon Appetit. The only reason I work out is to live longer so I can eat more cheese and drink more wine.
1: Yeah. Now, I've sort of... Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, fucking how? Mm-hmm. That's really burning, I'm not doing those two. Fuck me, that's really hot. And now it's going all over my tongue. I wanna, oh, that's ridiculous. So. So, I wanna show you some oh, fine cheeses. that's real milk, Yeah. Um,
0: and just get your snap reactions to it. Okay. You know, the ones that you well, like. Well,
1: that's about three years old, that thing. I don't eat as much cheese now. But I thought, right, when I got fit, so I started working out and I thought I'd beaten the system. So I was just eating as much as I wanted and working out. But then there comes a point where you're eating so much that you literally can't... You know, Michael Phelps can take in sort of... Oh, got a toothache in every tooth. How did that happen? It's like it's got into the... That's crazy. I didn't have that much. Oh, fucking hell. Ricky, OK? Right. Yeah. So I started to think, oh, I can do anything here. I'll, I'll eat what I want. Eat as much cheese... And pizza and a bottle of wine every night, and then just work it off. But there comes a point where you can't work it off anymore because I'm getting older now, so my knees don't allow me to burn off sort of four thousand calories the next day anymore. Mm-hmm. So I've just cut out food <laughs> <laughs> and just gone <laughs> for the, the wine. <laughs> no, I, I, I eat sort of healthier now, but I still I still drink too much. I still sort of now I just want to live long enough to drink wine every night. So. uh What's Uh, the
0: most indulgent cheese you've ever had? What's your favourite?
1: I had a cheese once, right, that was a mature cheddar that that made my lips blister, right? And it all came out, it was all blisters after eating it. It was the most amazing cheese I've ever tasted, right? And I said to my girlfriend, I said, that's the cheese. And the blisters went down, and I went, look, I'll show you. I had another bit, and they blistered again. So it was the strongest, maturest cheddar I'd ever had. So when you're eating a cheese that makes your lips... Blister.
0: That's how you know you got the right cheese.
1: This is how I know this is the show for me.
0: Because <laughs> your lips blister. OK,
1: now I'm back to normal again. All That's right. ridiculous. So,
0: let me show you some cheeses. <sighs> and I just want to get your snap reaction yeah. from them, from your cheese days. Okay? OK? Does that sound good? Yeah. So this one is a mature English cheddar. Yeah. The kind that you like. Is that your favorite? Yeah, uh,
1: when I used to have like you know cheese and, on beans on toast, it was always a mature cheddar. That's classic. Have you ever had the Stilton? The Stilton is the greatest of all cheeses, I think. Really, the, the, you're a big Stilton guy. It's it's not my new favourite.
0: Do you like the smelly cheeses?
1: I don't like the the really disgusting cheese that smell like some sort of serial killer socks. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you think, fuck me, what's happened in this room? <laughs> you know what I mean? What right. has happened? What is that? What did the what did you put that cheese in?
0: And the locker room. The, it, so yeah, let's stink. send let's
1: send this off to forensics because there's. There's been some sort of fucking crime in this cheese.
0: Let's see. This one's the APOZ. You mess with that cheese?
1: No. What's that? I don't like soft cheeses. I don't like you runny don't? cheeses. I don't like. No, I don't like those disgusting. No, I like. I like really mature, crumbly, or cheddars or. Or, uh, or Stiltons. We're on to
0: number nine, Ricky. If you got bob, Have you, you got can anything bob. here
1: you can use? Is this dynamite? This stuff. So
0: this one is Mad Dog Three Fifty Seven. I can't do it.
1: I, I, I don't. Listen, there's a, right. There's part of me that goes. There's two parts of me, right? Mm-hmm. One that I want to go. I can do this. Right? Yep, right. We've all got that in us. I can do this, right? Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Two. There's two for it that it would be funny. Right. I know how funny it would be. Right. Me turning myself inside out and scrubbing my bowel with a broom to try and get rid of that taste. Right, right, that would be right. a funny thing. Very like so, It would be like something out kind of fucking Saw <laughs> if I drank that, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. You know? Right. But, I, I, but then there's a part of me that says, you, you're flying tomorrow and you shouldn't do this. Ricky. That's okay, we're not out to kill people. We're not no. out to
0: kill celebrities.
1: Right. It's all right, it's all
0: right. You, you do that like the you're lying.
1: You do that, you know when people are overcompensating, like, we're not here to kill you. And then we, we analyze the tape and you just look at the camera very quickly. Right, yeah. like, okay, so I, I did that, didn't I?
0: You got up to the bomb and that's nothing to sneeze at, Ricky Gervais.
1: My, my ambition is to try and live longer than tonight. With hot food, Yeah. The the feeling is it's actually destroying cells, isn't it? It's that destroying taste buds, and then you're the science guy. Well, then, then your brain goes, that fucking hurts, mm-hmm. and you release endorphins like a sort of like a morphine type thing. Yeah, you get kind of and a psychedelic so, it, high off. Of yeah, it. and it relaxes you. That's why people get addicted to lovely hot food because it's the rush. It's the rush that, it, and it, then the come down. Maybe that's so, why this show. So exists. you're 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 Maybe ba- I'm an addict. You're basically a heroin addict. Your own body is, is, your, is your dealer. Your own body is your dealer, <laughs> and you take that, and it goes out. Oh, you yeah, have some of this, right? Mm-hmm. You're basically a junkie. Right. That's what you are. You're a smackhead. That's what I am. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. So like we, that's why you dress like you're in train spotting. You don't think? I look at. But, well, you look okay. good. No, you look good. I was joking. I yeah. just, I'm just. No, I look shit. I
0: know that's I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't no, going to no, say that. But too... I was like outfit to outfit.
1: Yeah, no. I I got no I'm, I'm out, I haven't got an outfit. I put things on but to keep warm and my cover way. my genitals. That's why that's <laughs> that's how I choose clothes. Are they uh, are, are they warm? Is my bollocks hanging out? No, good. I'll have that. I just do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have don't fashion fashion Jesus Christ. Look at me.
0: I think you look beautiful. Thanks. So one of the more underappreciated parts of your social media presence are these rap sing-alongs that you do. I've seen you do Ice Cube. I've seen you do 50 Cent. You did the real Slim Shady in the bath. And you actually hop on the beat in a way that's really respectable.
1: I love it. It's something that we're very interested in. I'm dope. Yeah, go on. You are. You're the dopest. Yeah.
0: Are you a hip-hop fan? Do you remember how this all started?
1: Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I remember when I first heard... um the message by Grandmaster Flash. I thought, this is amazing. This is the future. Uh, um, and um, when you see a, uh, like <laughs> a fat 55-year-old comedian running through Hampstead singing along to Tupac, it's a sight to behold. Right. So... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. And then I, I have to bleep some lyrics. I have to not shout some lyrics. Right.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I'll change the word. Sometimes like I'll find just a substitution, you know, like as a white yeah.
1: guy in the car. Exactly. Like, I'll yeah. find that. No, I do like I do like I like the attitude and I like I do like hip hop and and yeah, as And then ba- you as met fifty cent. Oh yeah, a couple of times. Uh, yeah, uh where was that? I was a Golden Globes, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was uh he was very nice. Um, I, I met Jay Z a couple of times. It's funny because uh, um, I met Jay Z with um, uh, Chris Martin, who's a friend yeah, from, from Coldplay. Play. And then uh, I met him again, I uh, with Chris Martin. And he said, um, Oh, I saw you uh, in New York. Um, I went, All oh, right. He said, I was going to come over and say hello, but I was worried you wouldn't remember me. Well, you're Jay Z. I'd still remember. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether I remembered me. You're fucking Jay Z. Why would I go, Oh, who are you? I'm Jay-Z. Mm-hmm.
0: That's amazing. Like, yeah, that's, it was that's, so sweet. He, I know, yeah, yeah, he made
1: it. I, I was worried you wouldn't remember me when we met, but but, it, it, like it would have mattered. <laughs> Hi, Ricky. <laughs> Never met you before, mate. I'm Jay-Z. So? It was, then, it was really odd, yeah. But
0: I like that, it's actually like a pretty endearing yeah. thing no, about No, 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 yeah. You know what it's, I mean? Because there's yeah. every reason to exactly. not do that. Exactly, but it was so funny. <laughs>
1: so was, yeah, it was very sweet.
0: And then, you know what, uh, you do the reggae track with Doc Brown. Has David Brent ever thought about getting into the rap game? Have you ever thought about doing that sort of
1: thing? I did actually. I didn't do it for this one, but if we ever did something else, it would be quite funny if Brent wrote a rap either for, for Dom or himself. That is the most excruciating thing ever. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's bad enough, him being a 55-year-old tampon rep singing rock songs, it actually might be too much for me to do. It might be too excruciating for me to do David Brent pretending to rap. That is off the charts. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's I'm looking.
0: I'm looking forward to the possibility. I'm keeping my fingers. Okay,
1: off. it's. It might. Yeah, yeah. And if it was really sort of in your face and militant, and you
0: know, yeah, in a car, just getting goosebumps ready to put my head through a wall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, him in prison, sort of working out like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. be amazing, wouldn't it? Probably get my max bench once I yeah. beat this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, Ricky. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, it's traditional. Oh, I'm this to dab is the proper last one. Oh, You don't, Ricky? I'm going to have one just to see what just to see a molecule what the- would do. So, I'll, okay, that's... That, I, I don't even think any went on my tongue, but... Back of the throat. Really? Yeah. Off off of what? just that? I genuinely think that I've got no taste in my tongue now. No, so I have to swallow it now. I have to, any one of these sound bites is really incriminating. <laughs> <That's, laughs> we're all just bucketing all of those <laughs> out. <laughs> okay, this is proper mad. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know what to say about this. I want you to make it so big. You do? Yeah, so you don't have to do this anymore.
0: Same with me.
1: I really, I really want to see you as like one of the biggest entertainers in the world, and just happy, and you're in a restaurant going, "Can I have? I, I, no, I don't need any hot sauce." And and I'll I'll be watching you. I go, I'll be watching you and I'll go, "That's my boy." <laughs> 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 you know what I mean?
0: That'll be a proud day for me too. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Just to prove that I can do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like sometimes you're like, "What is, is this? Is this my thing?" On oh, my, my desk, they'll be going,
1: "Hey, look!" I go, "Yeah, he made it. Good boy." wow yeah i think i just touched my eye i think i just got some on my finger well listen you're you're out i'm done i'm done feeling sorry
0: for you okay go all right so i'm gonna take a bite and then i have one more question for you it's the most pressing one it's the one that i'm most interested in
1: okay so (laughs) that? how is this not a breakdown i mean Uh, uh, okay so so what's tell me tell me what's going through your Mind. So this is a place that I've been before. <coughs> okay. Throat situation,
0: very scratchy. <laughs> Not on the tongue. Can't really feel the sides of my mouth. You know, is it's the, all. This is like
1: one of those fifties experiments when the guys. Do this two more times this week.
0: <laughs> I know. Can do it tomorrow and the next day?
1: I've taken the uh, the LSD. <laughs> I'm oh I'm experiencing oh oh I'm dancing. I'm dancing. I'm dancing on the moon. I'm the Queen of England. That's yep. Right. Swimming okay. on the deep end. Yeah. Okay. Good.
0: All right, so I love when you talk about Carl's bald head. You give these beautiful, eloquent descriptions of his bald head. Now that you've gotten to know me a little bit and you've been staring at this cue ball up top, I would be so honoured if you gave me the same privilege while I'm dying on this death sauce. How would you describe my head as compared to Carl Pilkington's head? Well, it's
1: not as round. You look do you a think bit, that works of, to my
0: advantage? Or you look a
1: really? bit, I mean, he's he's sort of like a little chump. He's like a little sort of shaved sort of monkey who's been allowed, do you know what I mean? He's put human clothes on. Mm-hmm. Whereas you look a bit more, I don't know, you like that you've been through something. You look a bit more scary, do you know what I mean? Really? Yeah, or you've been shaved because you had nits. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm battle tested. Yeah, you look a bit like much more sort of street. Than, than, than Carl, it's a bit it's a bit cooler, a bit tougher. Um, although you and you're wired at the moment. The you, way you're looking at me it's honestly, it looks like you're going to go and try and headbutt someone through a window, right? Of a bus. The bus is moving, but you had to headbutt them. You know what I mean? It's like they're, they're one of those guys that are coming through Will Smith at the end of I Am Legend. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, But I but I'm in trouble here so, because I've teased Carl for so long, but now I'm losing it. I'm losing my hair. It looks okay now. No, but, but it's all. I'm, it's worse all. Off.
0: Look at this shit. Yeah, I no, I've got that on. as well. Not, no, like, no, no, no. I'll tell you. this is
1: lovely lighting in a lift, right? In an elevator, right? With a light above it in the mirror. It looks like a fucking X-ray. When I wake up in the morning, <laughs> I look like a baby bird. Do you know what I mean? Where it's all over and sort of wispy. So that's going to be buzzed off soon. But I'm never. Really? I'm, I'm I, never going to wear a wig or anything. I'm just going to buzz it off. And, but
0: that's good because you know what? When I see a guy with a toupee, I'm always like, that's that's a weak-minded, weak individual.
1: Also, guys. If you are wearing a wig and you think you've gotten away with it, you haven't. We are sh- no, no we are well. you walk into the room. Even if I, even if I see a guy uh, like that, a peripheral vision, my brain set before me it goes, "Was well, bloke with a wig in here? Oh yep, there he is." You know what I mean? It's that bit at the back. So, well. Ricky, I made it through. You almost did, and you did at least sample on each one.
0: Yeah. How are you feeling? A little burnt out? In the face. No, I
1: feel okay. Because do you know what? I feel okay because I feel I really held back and I was really careful and sensible. I feel that in a way I've let myself down, I've let you down, and I've let the internet down.
0: But in a way, you're kind of the only winner here at this table. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I didn't. I, well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't vomit and shit myself. <laughs>